0: may be seated. Now we're talking about how to develop a strong spirit and how that we can remain strong in the very last days. To do so, we need to make sure that we're eliminating those things that drain us. We started out last Sunday talking about making sure that we eliminate every bit of fear that comes our way. Now we know this that when we tolerate fear, we contaminate faith. Notice with me if you would and I don't think that the ladies have it up there, but let me just read this to you from Second Timothy chapter three verses one through five. It says, "Don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead." Of course, the King James version says, uh, "There are perilous times." At the at the in, as the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, self-promoting, stuck-up, profane, contemptuous of parents crude, coarse, dog heat dog unbending, slanders, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated windbags, (laughs) addicted to lust, addicted to lust, I mean the pornography is running rampant in the world and it also is running rampant in the body of Christ, so addicted to lust and allergic to God. They'll, they'll make a show of religion, but behind the scenes, they're animals. Stay clear of these people. Stay clear of these people. Now, I think it's important that we check up on what kind of associations we allow into our lives. Because, frankly, what's on other people can get on us if we're not careful. Yeah. And so we need to make certain then that the people that we hang with are sold out to Jesus, and they're going to be contributors into our lives rather than drains. Now, that doesn't mean that we do not minister to people. That does not mean that we do not care for people. Yes, that's part of our mission, to heal the hurting, to lift up those that are downtrodden. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is people who are just not living for God purposefully and willfully and don't want to have anything to do with God, the scripture says we are to stay clear of these people. Amen. Okay? And then another verse in Luke chapter 21 and uh, verse 26, and I'm reading this from the Amplified, and I think that this tells us clearly what's happening to many people in the body of Christ because they haven't developed their spirit. They're not strong in their spirit. They've been weakened by circumstance and weakened by the things that have gone on in their lives. And so in Luke 21, 26, it says this, men swooning away or expiring with fear. Men swooning away or expiring with fear and dread and apprehension and expectation of the things that are coming on the world for the very powers of the heavens shall be shaken and caused to totter. Of course, that's talking about a future day, but there's truth in here for the day in which we live. And so the culprit then is fear. The culprit then brings dread and expectation of the worst case scenario. We said last week that faith expects the best, but fear always expects the worst. And so, what can happen in a person's life if they're not strong in their spirit, they can grow weakened in life, swooning and expiring with fear. But say this with me that's not me. That's That's not not us. We're the good ground where the the Word of God is sown, and we're being strengthened with might. And we declare that our future, our future 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 is bright. bright. Put your hand over your heart and say, My future future is bright. bright. Now, notice with me in verse 34 of Luke chapter 21, again in the Amplified Version, it says, But take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. And be on guard, be on guard. That doesn't mean be on guard out of fear. That simply means protect your spirit. Protect your spirit. Because you see, out of your spirit is going to flow the issues of life. Your spirit, man, is extremely important for these last days to be strong. So we need to make sure that we are guarding our heart, that we're keeping fear outdoors, right? Right? So he says, but take heed to yourselves and be on your guard, lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed. Folks, you watch the news long enough, depression will knock on your door. You watch the talking heads out there and all of their opinions. I'm telling you, it's confusing. But our God is not the author of confusion. Our God is the author of peace. And he purchased our peace for us. The punishment needful to obtain peace and well being for us was upon him. So I am not going to ignore what he's purchased for me. I'm choosing to live in peace in turbulent times, I'm choosing to live in peace in perilous times a thousand you see may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand but if we're walking by faith and living in the realm of god we are going to expect god's very best in our lives amen and how we talk in this day and hour is extremely important but take heed to yourselves and be on your guard lest your hearts be overburdened and depressed, weighed down. What does the Bible say to do with weights? The Bible tells us to lay aside the weights. Amen. Weighed down with the giddiness and headache and nausea of self-indulgence Drunkenness and worldly worries and cares pertaining to the business of this life, lest that day come upon you suddenly like a trap or a noose. So this morning, I want to talk to you about eliminating fear. Get it out of your soul. Get it out of your words. Resist fear like it was the very devil himself. Because he is the spirit of fear. (laughs) Say this with me. For God God did not give me the spirit of fear, fear. but a power power. and a love. And I have a sound mind. My mind mind. is my mind. mind. And I'm not going to lose my mind by looking at and thinking about and talking about What's going on in this world? Thank you, Lord. I got a sound mind. My mind is my mind. And I'm going to keep my mind stayed on him. And as a result of that, he's going to keep me in perfect peace. I've changed my na- my name in the spirit. My name and the natural is Mark Thomas, but my name in the spirit now is, I don't know if I've ever introduced you to him yet or not, but just call me Vic Victory. <laughs> Vic Victory. I said to Brenda this morning, I said, how you doing, Victoria? <laughs> now we're just having a little fun. You've heard about Hallelujah Hallway? That's a real place. Yeah, it's a real place. It's where we shout, it's where we run, it's where we just thank God for the victory. Amen. You know what I was singing today as I was getting ready? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. 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 Try that one on for size yep. tomorrow morning at about 6 a.m. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with me. The joy of the Lord. It is my strength. Glory to God. So we are not facing our future with dread, we are facing our future with faith and expectation did you know this that it's impossible to be in faith and in fear at the same time you see the presence of fear indicates the absence of faith and the absence of fear shows the presence of faith now look with me this morning and i want you to turn there to psalms 34 as we begin our message that was all introduction psalms 34 my intense desire as a pastor is not only for this place that you come to to worship be a fear-free zone but your lives be fear-free to where you just don't tolerate it you recognize it when it comes around the corner and you're just waiting for it with the name the word the blood ready to put it on the run Amen. Psalm 34 verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears. The question I have for you today, is it possible to be delivered from every bit of fear? So I want to title this message today, Not Afraid. Reasons why you do not, and I do not, have to be afraid in spite of whatever may come our way. We already quoted the first one, 2 Timothy 1, seven. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. So if God didn't give it to us, then we should have nothing to do with it. I mean, if he went to the extent to send his son Jesus into this earth... And take upon himself flesh and blood. And to go to the cross. Be buried. Pay the ultimate price in hell for you and I. And then be raised from the dead. And deliver us from the spirit of fear. I think we ought to take that. I think we ought to receive that. And I think we should walk in a place of freedom From fear. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Why else are not you afraid? We don't have to be afraid because He is on our side and He is for us. Look with me to Psalm 118. Psalm 118 and verse 1, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 6. Psalms 18. We're not afraid. Because he is on our side. And he is for us. Psalms 118, verse 6 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Man, you could shout right there. Let's just raise our hands and give thanks to to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and what else thank God his mercy endures forever we're alive today because of mercy now look at verse 2 he says let Israel now say we could say it this way let heart of the bay now say that what let heart of the bay now say that what His mercy endures forever. Let the house of Hernandez. Let the house of Mayorga. Hallelujah. Let the house of Amaral. Let them now say that his mercy endureth forever. That's what ought to be going on in our house. His mercy is enduring forever. Now notice in verse uh, 4. It says, let them now say that fear the Lord or that reverence the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. Beautiful, beautiful. Your mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. Now notice with me in verse five. He said, I called upon the Lord in distress. Has anybody ever done that? Yes. And the Lord ignored me. And said, now, I just want you to work this out on your own. No, he'll never say that. He said, call unto me and I will answer you. So I called upon the Lord in my distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a little room. Put me in a tight place. No, he set you in a large place. Oh, glory to God. How many of you know that God's will is roomy? God's will is roomy. Yeah. Now notice in verse 6, the Lord is on... My side. He's on your side. Amen. He's on my side. Yeah. Well, because He's on our side, notice what the psalmist said, I will not fear. We, don't not, we do not have to be afraid because the Lord is on our side. Amen. And when the Lord is on your side, that means that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. When the Lord is on your side, the captain of your salvation, the psalmist said, I will not fear. I will not fear. Say that with me three times. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. fear. I will not fear. I choose peace over pressure. I choose joy over sorrow. I choose faith over fear. I will not fear. fear. Oh, man. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. And then he says, hey, what can man do to me? What can man do to me? You see, him being on your side is the opposite of him being against you. He's on your side because he loves you. Now, some of you need to receive that love and get a revelation of how much he actually really, really loves you. He loves you. And when you get that revelation of him being on your side because he loves you, there is no possible way that fear can prevail in your life. There's no fear in love. But perfect love is going to cast out all fear. Say it with me again. God's on my side. side. Now when we believe that and when we act like that's true, all fear must leave. Now look with me at Romans chapter 8. Romans the 8th chapter. Just want to give you some scriptures. Understand this, that you're not just receiving information day. You're, you're receiving an implanting. You're receiving seed. Amen. In the word in your life. This will help you this week. Look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 31. He said, Now what shall we then say to these things? If God before us If God be for you, (laughs) who can be against me? That's right. The Amplified says, What then shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be successfully against us? For the enemy to be successful against you, he has to go through God. And he's not bigger than God. The message translation says it like this. With God on our side like this, how can we lose? With God on your side like this, how can we lose? I'm not looking at losers in this place. I'm looking at winners. I'm not looking at victims. I'm looking at victors. After all, my name is Vic. All right. Look at verse 32, Romans 8. Some of you need to loosen up a little bit today. <laughs> Glory to God. Romans eight thirty-two. It says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him, up for, delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? So if he gave me Jesus, he has no problem giving me an automobile. If he gave you Jesus, he has no problem healing your body. Because in Christ Jesus, healing is available to everybody. Amen? Amen. He'll give you all things freely. Why? Because he's for you. He's for me. He's not against me. He's for me. He's for you. Now notice verse 33. It says, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect... It is God that is the justifier. Who is he that condemneth? We found out that God's not condemning us. Well, at least some of you did. Uh, we won't go there. It is Christ that died. <laughs> yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God. Thank God he's praying for us. Do you know he's making intercession for you right now? You know, man, that, 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 that almost caused me to take a run right there. Why is that, Pastor? Because I need prayer. Anybody else in the house need a little prayer? Or how about a lot of prayer? Well, he's at the right hand of God. He's making intercession for you right now. Now, notice here in verse 35. Who shall, who shall or what shall separate us from the love of Christ? How about a little tribulation? No. How about some distress? No. Persecution? No. Famine? No. Nakedness? No. Peril? No. Or sword? No. We see here that none of those things will ever separate us from the love of Christ. Yeah. Ooh, glory to God. Nothing. Nothing you're going through right now will separate you from his love. His eyes are on you. He's watching over you. He's watching over me. And he's waiting for a response of faith so that we give him something to work with so that he can perform his will on our behalf. Nothing's going to separate us from the love of Christ. Amen. Amen. Now notice here, in verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We're counted as sheep for the slaughter. Read verse 37 with me. And then after we read verse 37, I want about 10 seconds of shouting and praise, not for me, but for God. Ready, read verse 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Woo! (laughs) I don't know what these things are for you, but I know what these things are for me. But his love covers all these things. Nay, in all these things. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Not done yet. He goes into now the persuaded mode. He said, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, fires or shootings, whatever the case may be, Nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things that are going on right now, or things that are to come. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature is going to be able to separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing will ever stop him from being for you. Nothing will ever stop him from being on your side. So we are not afraid. Why are we not afraid? Because he's on our side. But not only is he on our side, but he's with us. Matter of fact, he's in us. He's on us. He's all around us. Hallelujah. And I choose to be more God conscious than I am devil conscious. I choose to be more glory conscious than I do what's going on around me conscious. He said, lo, I am with you even to the end of the world. You know, it's not going to be long before you and I are in heaven. And these light afflictions, these things that we're going through, it'll be no comparison to the glorious weight of glory that we're going to experience when we get to heaven. But he said now, Pray that my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So literally, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to experience a great measure of glory. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He's with you. He's for you. He's on you. He's in you. He's all around you. Why are we not afraid? Well, the next reason we're not afraid... Is because he's with us. He's with us. Who are you with? Who's with you? Amen. Look over at Psalm 23. Glory to God, Psalm 23. He's with us. Psalm 23, verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so glad he didn't say I'm full of want. No, David had a revelation that the Lord was his shepherd and as a result he said, I shall not want. And here's what the Lord our shepherd does for us. He makes us to line down in green pastures and what kind of waters does he lead us by? Still waters. He leads us beside the still waters. Verse 3, and... He restores our soul. There is restoration for souls that have been embattled through the trials and tests of life. There's restoration for people's souls and minds and wills and emotions that have been influenced by the spirit of this world. You see, the word of God is perfect. And it will convert the soul. But it's very important that we guard our soul. And that we do not allow things into our soul that we should not let in. Say it with me. He restores. He He is restoring my soul. soul. And then he goes on to say, He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And here's the verse I wanted you to see. Read it with me. Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Notice this now. Read the last part of this again with me. I will fear no. No evil. Why? He's the biggest thing in the valley. He's with us. Glory to God. He said, I will fear no evil because he's with me. Because he's on my side. Because he's for you. To help you, to guide you, to deliver you, and to feed you, and to lift you. Verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me. Where? (laughs) Right here in the presence of your enemies. He anoints your head with oil. And right here in the presence of your enemy, your cup runs over. That's a good God right there. Now read verse seven, 6 with me. Surely goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Where are you going to live? You're not always going to be living in San Leandro, P.T. Al, well, you're not always going to be living in Hayward. I'm not always going to be living in Union City. I'm looking for a country. I'm looking for a country. How about you? I got my eyes on him. And it ain't going to be long. And incidentally, when he chooses to pull us out of here as the body of Christ, we are not going to experience the wrath of God. Jesus bore God's wrath for us. We're going out of this place in a blaze of glory. Glory to God. But here in the right now, goodness and mercy are following us. Now turn over to Isaiah chapter 43. Can you, can you handle a few more verses? Isaiah 43 verse 1. Here's why we're not afraid. We're eliminating every bit of fear. Total deliverance from all fear. Isaiah 43, 1 says this. But now says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. That's not a suggestion. That's a commandment. Why? For I have redeemed thee. I've called you by my name, and you are mine. Whoo, glory. Let's read verse 2 together. And after we're done with verse 2, give us... Five seconds of praise. Gotta stay active in this nine AM service. Let's read. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Glory. <laughs> Glory glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. If you want to get up and dance, you won't bother me. (laughs) Then quickly go over to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Isaiah 41 to 10. We're simply going through scriptures declaring why we're not afraid. He's on our side. He's for us. He's with us. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Our faith is attracting God's very best. We're putting dread under our feet. We're not expecting the worst. We're not expecting California or the USA to go to hell in a handbasket. We're expecting a revival. We're expecting an awakening. We're expecting the glory of the Lord to show up strong. And for people to call upon the name of the Lord. I believe that in days ahead, we're going to see some of the most roughest, uh, most hardened people come to Christ. It's not going to happen by might. It's certainly not going to happen by, you know, preachers preaching good sermons. We need something greater than good sermons. We need something greater than a few songs. But something greater is on the horizon. Something bigger, something better. Glory to God. It's a coming our way. I said it's a coming our way. Amen. Do you like that or not? Glory to God. Yes, yes, yes. So Isaiah 41.10 says this. Fear thou not. You'll notice in the word of God over and over again says fear not, fear not, fear not. Why would he be so pointed on that? Because he knew that fear would be an issue. He knew that we would be presented with fear every day. The air is filled with it. The air is filled with death. It is filled with fear. But we've come out from among that. And we can separate ourselves from that by his spirit and by the word of God. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not. Why? Man, when you got the great I am with you, man, what else do you need? Be not dismayed. Well, I'm so confused, Pastor. Get rid of that. Be not dismayed. Why? Because He's your God. And then He says, I will strengthen you. I'm going to help you. And not only that, I'm going to uphold you. With the right hand of my righteousness. Then look at the amplified version. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm getting fed today. This is a good meal right here. Verse 10 says, fear not. There's nothing to fear. For I'm with you. Do not look around you in terror and be dismayed. For I'm your God. I will strengthen you. And I will harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up. And retain you with my victorious right hand, rightness and justice. And then dropping down to verse 13, he says this. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto you, fear not, I will help you. Are you drawn from his help? You know, sometimes the most spiritual prayer I've ever prayed in my life is, Lord, help! I like how Donnie Moore would pray over his message before he'd preach. He wouldn't go into a long dissertation of prayer. He'd just say, Lord, help! In Jesus' name. Call upon him for help. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Call upon him call upon him. We call upon you, Lord, for our nation. We call upon you, Lord, for our state. We call upon you, Lord, for those that have been devastated by tragedy. Stretch forth your hand, Lord, to heal. And lastly today, we're not afraid because we have authority. I, I said we're not afraid because we have authority. The greatest revelation I believe that a believer can get for today in this hour is the revelation of the authority of the believer. There's authority in the name of Jesus. There's authority in the Word of God. Look with me at Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. You have authority over fear. You have authority over fear. I'm not afraid because he's given me the weapons to deal with fear. He's given me the authority to deal with fear. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. Notice this with me. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. This is talking about devils, demons and evil spirits. It didn't really happen on the cross. It happened when he was in the belly of the earth, when he was in Hades for three days and three nights. The cross was a part of it, but it wasn't the entirety of it. Just the physical suffering that he experienced didn't pay the total price for you. It was part of the price, but it's what happened when he was in the bowels of the earth. He experienced the torment of all mankind. He experienced fear of every kind in every way that a person possibly could. The enemy came taunting him, thinking that he had him for good. But on that third morning, but on that third day, the God who is more than enough, who sent his son into this earth, said, it's enough. Yeah. And he raised Jesus from the dead. And while he was being raised, the Bible said he spoiled the principalities and the powers. And he made a show of them openly. And he triumphed over them in his own backyard. Yes, amen. And he took the keys of hell and yes, death. Yes. And said I have the keys yes. of hell and death. Yes. All authority yes. is given unto me. Yes. In heaven yes. and in earth. Yes. And then he said now you go therefore. And you take my name. You take my word. You get filled with the Holy Spirit. You plead the blood of Jesus And you absolutely take what I've defeated for you and you continue to put him under your feet because he is a defeated foe. Folks, he was not just once defeated. He is an eternally defeated foe. And you and I are here to enforce his defeat. We are not helpless pawns. We are not helpless pawns. We've got heaven's help. Amen. We have been authorized in Jesus' name. He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. He said in James chapter 4, verse 7, all you need to do is submit to me. Submit your life to me. Sell your life out to me. And then you'll be able to resist the devil and he will flee from you. He said in Ephesians four 27, don't give the devil any place. Don't give, him any, don't give him any place in your mind. Don't give him any place in your life. We are not afraid. Why are we not afraid? Because the Lord's on our side. Because he's for us. He's with us. And he's given us authority. Just a taste from the word of God. A meal for you for your week to where you can take what you've heard and say you know what I'm not putting up with that any longer I'm not going to entertain those thoughts any longer I'm going to think the thoughts of God place your hand over your heart and say Lord I thank you that you didn't give me a spirit of fear but I have a spirit of power and a love and of a sound mind thank you master That you are on my side. Therefore I will not fear. Thank you Lord. Lord, That you are with me. And you are for me. Since God is for me. What can be against me? Oh glory to God. Just pray a little bit. Pray a little bit right now. Glory to God. In the name. In the name above every name. Thank you Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. I thank you for restoring souls. Thank you for lifting hearts and heads today in Jesus' name. Let's all stand up. Praise the Lord. We're going to give an altar call. PT is going to come to the piano.